Now, welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. Hold on to your seats. I have an epic guest with me today. So I have found another dominatrix who is as cool as I am, if you can imagine that. So Miss Christy, she, let me just give you a highlight of her bio. She's really quite an incredible woman. So Miss Christy is the dominatrix life coach. She's getting you into bulletproof confidence that you need to dominate your world and no safe word is required. As the underground's confidential mentor to owning your personal power, Ms. Hart is the lifelong entrepreneur, international award-winning problem solver, and real-life dominatrix with 20 years of experience, dedication, pushing the limits of self-improvement, behavioral psychology, and BDSM practitioner. So welcome, Christy. I am so excited to have you today. Thank you so much, Dana. I have followed your posts and I'm following Inner Dominatrix and it is wonderful. I am so honored and happy to be here on your podcast. Yay. I really appreciate the invitation. Oh, I, I had to, you know, it, from the moment that we first connected through Mark Mowinney's group there, it was, there was just this instant recognition energetically, I was like, oh, this is a cool person. I need to get to know her. And, you know, the more that we've kind of gotten to know each other, the more I'm realizing you and I are so aligned <laughs> in what we're doing. I love it. Absolutely. I think we share a very similar mission. What I love about you, Dana, was that, you know, I came out as the dominatrix life coach. I had two separate things going on. I was mentoring people in business and life coaching. And then I was also a dominatrix by night. And at a certain point, it just got overwhelming. And I was like, nope. I've just got to merge these two because I just cannot keep this separate. And when I did that, I was really coming out to the people in the business world too. And so that was kind of, well, not so much of a shock for most of them. <laughs> they knew my personality. Yes. But when I got into the coaching group and I was really, you know, I was a little nervous to kind of unleash this. Not everybody is ready to have mm -hmm. things in your face. Mm -hmm. And you just welcomed me with open arms. That was amazing. And it really speaks to the power of the dominatrix that we can come together and share a mission and not approach things as competition because of the confidence that we each have mm -hmm. in what it is we do. And because we have a higher purpose, we can come together and support each other. And I think that's the most amazing thing yeah. about having met you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And, you know, I feel the same way that and you really hit on that piece where we each have this huge amount of confidence in ourselves and I don't see you as competition. In fact, you know, before we get on this call, we were talking about how do we collaborate together? Because what you do is not the same skill set that I work with. We're both approaching this dominatrix theme, but, you know, I love the fact that you're still using the dominatrix tools and you're, you are living that piece. And so for people who want to still embrace that submissive side, but grow, I'm like delighted to find somebody that I can refer to. Exactly. This is the entry point. And, you know, besides the subs that come and, you know, and want to be transformed in one way or the other, I get young ladies that actually want to learn the art. And when I ask them questions and when it gets down to it, what they really want is power, 
the self-discipline, the confidence that they see these dominatrix owning, possessing, and using. And that's what they really want. So both of those people are the type that I see. And it's just, um, it's incredible to be able to help people in both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's just, you know, it's also so exciting for, for you and I in that it's like, I get your world, you get my world. And it's like, finally, oh, yeah. somebody who like understands why I'm embracing this theme of the dominatrix and why it is so incredible for people to jump into. Yes. And what I love about you is your focus on business and bringing that dominatrix energy into your work because it really can, it can, your world can explode with this energy, this, Mm -hmm. you know, powerful dominatrix energy, and then also bringing it into kind of a spiritual realm where you can, you can use this energy to ground you and to grow spiritually. I love that. I love that those are your posts, that that is what you preach and you practice it too. I do. Absolutely. And like when you have, clearly you've done a lot of work yourself and that's why you recognize it. And that's, that's so cool. And it's interesting, you know, the, the dominatrix thing, like a lot of people think in terms of the sex world and, (laughs) you know, they're thinking in terms of it being sexy, just kinky play, but so many people miss out on what it can do for them on, on the physical level, on the spiritual level, on who they be in their body. Like, I don't know about you, but I just found that stepping into the world of a dominatrix, I had to change. I had to let go of a lot of crap. Oh yeah. It requires your growth. It almost forces it. I mean, you cannot hold a lot of judgmentalism. You cannot in that space. You can't, you have to let it go if this is what you're going to do. You cannot hold a low self-esteem in that space. You, (laughs) you are forced (laughs) into (laughs) a a super high level of confidence. And if you're going to have a great session and it's going to flow well, you have to have a sense of something higher spiritually that's flowing through you Mm. um, and kind of a higher purpose. So I agree. There are some significant benefits and you are forced, (laughs) forced to grow. (laughs) You know, I wonder like what, what did you find the most challenging thing for you to, to step into when you were moving into this? Honestly, what I found the most challenging was that was the concept that sometimes in order to help people on a much higher level, you have to be the bad guy. Mm. Sometimes you have to accept that role yeah. in order to help somebody grow. Yeah, it's challenging. I mean, I know for myself, like getting into a little bit more specifics, but is the the words, some people like to be called very derogatory things, right? Yes. And especially what got me and still gets me are the racially derogative ones. Yes. That is the most challenging for me. Oh, I, you know, it's it's so nice to, it's so nice to have this open conversation because I, I was, I had such a hard time with that because, you know, I try to build people up. I've always done work with clients and facilitating them, moving them. And so to think about calling somebody some scumbag, <laughs> whatever, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Awful, but it really does. And the verbal humiliation sometimes is the most challenging. Yeah. But I kind of started to 
I started to put it in the sense that, you know, if you think of it like a military boot camp Mm -hmm. and they have to tear you down and the subs, that's kind of what you're doing. You're tearing them down so that you can build them back up. Yeah. And you're addressing their internal pain and you're putting it right in their face. And when, when we were way back when in ancient civilization, when we were tribes, these are things they would spar with each other. They would train each other to accept, mm. you know, to accept what brutality is going to be put on them in battle. And that's how I see it now is that in the dungeon, I am training my subs for the brutality that they feel out in the real world for when they get down on themselves because I don't know if I can talk about this, but when they get down on themselves for their small penis or for, you know, <laughs> or for being fat and yeah. you'd be surprised. Well, you wouldn't, but many people would be surprised at the body image issues oh, that a lot of men have. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love it. it. You know, it's just, it is such a, a huge awakening for people, you know, if you, if you haven't played in this world, that to open your mind and realize that our challenges, I love that piece that you say, it's like you're, you're preparing them for being able to be strong in the world. That, that's an incredible transformation. It is. And the funny thing is, is that as a dominatrix, you have to do it first. Yes. You have to go first (laughs) to guide somebody else into it. And that, yeah. And that is the damn part because when you bring the dominatrix energy into the real world, some of the first things that you notice are that immediately, what I noticed for me personally was that some women with some lower self-esteem kind of got catty. And even old friends that, you know, I was in no way competing. I had no want to take anything of theirs or to diminish their, their shine. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, what I was putting out there was maybe hitting on something that they weren't comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it brings up their stuff. And so then they, you know, if you're not wanting to look at that, you're not willing to address it, right? You need to tear the other person down because you're not willing to step up. That's right. And so that's another way that when you bring the dominatrix energy in, you are called to grow and you are called to let go of what people think of you. Yes. You were, I mean, (laughs) big time, big time. Yeah. You have to be comfortable, you know, having people call you all kinds of names, have all (laughs) kinds of judgments of you, right? Like, right. And the funny thing, when you tell somebody that you're a dominatrix or even in my case, a dominatrix life coach, they don't ever ask you what that means. I actually wrote a blog about it. They don't Uh ever care to ask you what it means. They just take what what they've seen, what they've heard, what they imagine, yes. and they lay that on you. Yes. <laughs> and then you can you can see it wash over them. <laughs> Some people I've I've had women literally back away, just yes. oh, walk yeah. backwards in uh-huh. utter fear. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm not sure if I told you the story before, but I was at a women's networking event. And it's downtown Toronto, and we're like in the the Bay Bay Street, which is the legal, you know, the lawyer's row is what they call it. Okay. And, and so we're in that area, and I'm, you know, this, this is a networking group. It's a range of women, 
and I'm, I'm just starting to come out with this whole thing of that I'm, you know, teaching people how to step into their power and I'm using the energy of the dominatrix to help people get there. And, you know, the women would do that. They would like back away. And I had this one woman and she said, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm really happy with my husband. And I'm like, that's really great. Now, if I was looking for submissive clients, I'd be next door in the yeah. lawyer's building. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's as if they think that you want to dominate them right then and right there. Right then and there. <laughs> you, know? like, you become kind of like uh, when you're talking, you know, about the different professions and people are just always trying to sell you their thing. I guess people think we're going to try to um, <laughs> Come and get them in the dungeon. Um, but it's certainly... Is a, it certainly isn't like that. It takes a lot for a dominatrix to bring you into a dungeon. There's going to be a long discussion before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I find like speaking of that, like the negotiation piece, this is one of the things I love to transfer over into the business world. And I'm sure for oh, God, your clients yes. too, right? Like to be able to sit down and negotiate and, and to talk about specifics in a space that is like non-judgmental, do you want to experience this? Do you want to experience this? Is this a maybe? Is this a hell no? Is this a, oh my God, that scares me, but maybe, right? Yes. And, and to really open up that discussion, those, I, I don't know about you, but I find that's a tremendous skill for people to learn. It is. I mean, you have to be able to draw from somebody what it is they want when one, they might not even know what they want. Mm -hmm. And two, they might not feel comfortable verbalizing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to pull it out. And you yeah. know, it's like, well, did you want to experience this? And do you want to be wearing diapers and being tied up while you're wearing diapers? Or maybe that doesn't work for you. Do you want to wear a pink tutu? Like experiencing the gamut of it, like the, the range is so huge of what they could possibly be into, right? Absolutely. I mean, I know my list, people are overwhelmed by the list of fact, you know, I call it my talents and activities of interest, but it is three columns long yeah. and, and I, I intentionally made it shorter <laughs> yeah. than what it really is so that people could understand what was on there. But yeah, there's a big range of interest and it's the same thing if you're working with, if you're coaching businesses, businesses are in different spaces. People mm -hmm. are going to want a business for different reasons. Some mm -hmm. people want to scale large and some people, you know, they just want to be able to work from home. <laughs> <laughs> and those are all okay places to be, but it's something that, yeah, you would have to pull out of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That pre-negotiate, that negotiation space. I really actually like that because it's highly communicative and yes. it requires trust and openness, which, you know, that's kind of my forte. <laughs> it is. It is. I love it. And I get that. Like I can, I'm very intuitive as you know, and, and it's yes. easy to sense when somebody is truly owning that dominatrix energy and having a space of no judgment. And I love the fact that you've, you've hit on that, that to become a dominatrix, you need to suspend your judgment. And absolutely, you know, the good dominatrix are, are the ones that, that don't judge their clients. They, they're like, okay, what is it that you're into? And how do we make that work for you? And right. how do we make this a delicious scene? Exactly. And to be able to 
share in it with them and not judge yourself. Yes. Um, how big is that? Yeah. And I know a lot of people who can be completely open with other people. And then when it comes to themselves, they're self-hating in the mirror and there's yeah. all kinds of judgment there. You can't do that either. No. Um, you can't expect somebody to serve you, call you goddess and place you on a pedestal if you don't believe those things about yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I've often thought with running workshops, I would love to bring in a bunch of submissives and have the women there and learn to receive. Like Dana, that is part of what I'm building. Oh my gosh. We have so much to talk about. We do. We have so much to talk about. (laughs) I'm I'm seeing a retreat in the future. I'm thinking so. Like I'm thinking like a week long retreat where we really like massively get people to step into this, right? Yes. Dominatrix energy retreat. And then right now, one of the things that I like to do in sessions is mind hacking. Um, Mm. helping people to get around their own limitations that are all mental. Um, These are all things people will come in and I don't want to experience this. And then when I ask them why, they don't have a reason. They just don't. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, and I'll ask them, okay, why don't you want to experience, let's say, bondage? Oh, I've seen it and it it looks bad. Okay. What yeah. did you see? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Because this range is a bondage. Right. There. I saw somebody, you know, covered in saran wrap and they couldn't move. Well, that's kind of advanced. <laughs> that's, not, that's not where I'd be taking you initially. <laughs> Let's start with something really easy. You know? Right. Right. And so that's part of it is entering people in different ways. And, you know, like you were talking about the negotiating and, um, I've lost my space. <laughs> I have so much fun with you that I just forget my space, Dana. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We are just following the energy and going with it. And I just, I mean, to me, part of me, I'm like, just so giddy. I always get so giddy when I have somebody who is, is like me, who gets what I'm doing and I can have this open conversation with, and it doesn't have to go down the sex route. We can, we can stay in, it's fun, it's playful, it's sexy, but, but it's also the energy and the higher purpose of it. That's what draws me. Yes. It's the, oh, (laughs) you know, that's what draws me definitely to it. And I, you know, I put that on my website. That's, that's what I'm interested in is the reactions. I'm interested in opening somebody up and in helping them to be their best self and to show them that what I find in them is beautiful. That there's nothing to be ashamed of. Now, that doesn't mean you have to shout from the the rooftops what your specific interest is. And, you know, like you said before, diaper me, everybody. That's not not what I'm going to lead them towards. But to open yourself up and stop judging yourself for the things that you want. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. That's a big thing, and and that is you know definitely something a message that you and I share. I mean, yes, I, I have moved into strictly energy tools with it um, mm-hmm. instead of tying people up and beating them. Mostly in that it's a lot of work to beat people. So <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, I'm a bit of a lazy dominatrix. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, that that is you should. 
That is a whole nother branding, lazy dominatrix. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. Isn't it good? I was like, it is. Oh my gosh. I'll just use the energy tools. I don't need to actually get yeah. my books out with you for hours. Like, you know, this, there's easier ways. Well, you know what? I think that that's where we are before. Yes, that is what I enjoy is bringing that higher energy yeah. into it. And then also to helping helping them remove their own mental barriers. Mm -hmm. And so I do that in a couple of ways. Um, one of them is, yeah, in the, in the negotiation, we'll talk about their limits and we'll explore them and make sure that these are actual limits or are these just things that, that maybe you don't understand and that's why you're scared. You're scared of the unknown. Mm. And this leads into what I'm doing right now. One of the ways that I do it is through hypnosis. I love that. And you've got um, an amazing program coming up. I do. And it's mastering the art of intimate hypnosis. And the way that intimate hypnosis differs from regular hypnosis is intimate hypnosis is going to focus on the relationship between you and your partner that you're hypnotizing. So this is more about connecting than it is about controlling. Mm. This is about guiding somebody on a journey that's going to bond the two of you closer. So that's what I use uh, in my space. And the funny thing is, is I actually don't even advertise that. Um, <laughs> but it's out now. <laughs> yeah, it is. That is something that I actually, um, they, when they submit to me, they submit all to me. So I can yeah. basically use whatever tools are in my space. Yes. Um, and one of those tools is hypnosis. So I do, during the session, guide them on a journey and open them up. I will use tools from intimate hypnosis to Reiki and some other curandera type um, things, which is a Mexican shaman. So I will use all of those higher things in the session too. And I heard somebody say once that when somebody comes to you with what they want, you give them what they want but you also give them what they need. Yes. So that's what I do in this space. And that hypnosis is incredible in helping to release limitations, build intimacy. And of course you have to build your confidence because the dominatrix energy and the hypnotist energy are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You did a video post about feminine energy and I, I just so connected with that. Oh, thank you. That was an incredible, incredible piece. When you talked about that the masculine energy is the push, the chase energy. Mm -hmm. um, that's the, it is the, you know, it is that masculine power that wants to drive and to, to go out and to hunt. And then the feminine energy is more of a draw creation energy. Mm -hmm. So we, I love that, that we pull in, we, we basically pull things into us and we create and we manifest. And then when we step into our power, that's what we're doing. And in the intimate hypnosis, as you're stepping into your power as a dominatrix or as a intimate hypnotist, what you're doing is seducing them into a shared meditation. And it's a journey. It's a story. There are fantasies. And it can go anywhere from just connecting on a higher level to Tantra to even, you know, erotic hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, it's a world that I haven't, haven't really played in and explored. But 
I really, I get it because I, I totally understand what hypnosis is and I do like hypnosis myself, but that idea of opening up people in a way that allows them to connect with their partner. I mean, this is something that is so needed in the planet. Right? I really think so. You know, we, we tend to gear ourselves towards our careers or towards our home. And most of us are just struggling, barely able to make it through the day. There's so many things to do mm-hmm. um, that connecting with your partner easily gets shelved. Yes. You know, some people will make an effort and have a date night and some people, but what we really want to do is connect fully. And it's not about the time it takes because you can do an intimate hypnosis session with your partner in 30 minutes. Nice. But this is not just sitting next to them while they're watching TV. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is connecting fully. And and as a woman, of course we want to do this. Mm-hmm. But now but now you're talking about trying to get your partner involved and when you do that you know you have to incentivize them (laughs) (laughs) you might get lucky afterwards honey (laughs) exactly well the erotic hypnosis um now this is intimate hypnosis so it's going to cover everything from trust to having an actual fantasy journey Mm. so this is a great way to connect and you don't just connect in the space together being present together which is so rare anyways yes (laughs) but you can actually use this and i show you in the program how to use this to achieve higher levels of connection where you can use this to expand your spirituality and your love and spirituality together yeah Uh, you know so incredible and and yet it's an area where like you say there's there's so many people that are not allowing themselves to be deeply connected. And I, I think that's an area that in general, right? We have so much time oh, on yes. social media and we're doing surface, 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 surface. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's like, let's not talk about what's actually going on. No, no, let's just, you know, put that all under the rug. Right. Let's, let's put a pretty picture on Facebook and call yeah. it a day. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> life is wonderful. Look at me. I'm out for a walk. It's wonderful. And, yeah. you know, and, and not being real. And it's not to say that you need to put your pain up on, on Facebook either, because, you know, I have a beef about that too, but, um, <laughs> but, but being authentic and saying, you know, like there's good and bad. Exactly. Um, exactly. There are good and bad days and that's okay. Yes. <laughs> you don't need to get stuck in either of it, either side. No. And that's part of the dominatrix non-judgment that yes. you were talking about. You don't judge your day either. Yeah. <laughs> don't judge you, don't judge your clients, don't judge the day. Yeah. You know, which is, yeah, where I come from the, the space of the higher consciousness, which is consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. Well, exactly. That's what a dominatrix is. <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> you know. so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a judgmental dominatrix? I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, no. no. I, I, they I wouldn't want to do anything. They I wouldn't want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are all kinds. And, and I would, you know, just caution people who are maybe listening that are thinking of exploring the BDSM world that have your radar antennas up. You know, okay, not yes. everybody is as awesome as Christy and I. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, because we come from a very heart-centered space and very client-focused. And there are, I'm just going to put it out there, there are assholes in that industry that don't give oh, a crap yeah. about you, and it's all about them. Oh, God, yes. And it's, you have to, 
I think it's like you said, you really have to be careful and listen to your own inner guidance Mm -hmm. when it comes to finding that person that's right to help you or to take you on a journey. Because yeah, there are some people that are very self-serving and, and dangerous, honestly. So you just really have to be careful. And then there are people who are entering it, you know, like you, Dana, with a heart space and they're being open and, and just accepting of the people in the community And you don't even really need to practice the activities to be a part of the community and to embrace the spirit of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it can just be the energy of it and being open, being willing to grow. I mean, I really got involved with the kink as a means to grow. It was a huge transformation. I mean, we've already touched on this, but it, it really was transformation for me. I loved it. That's incredible. I actually got involved on accident. (laughs) <laughs> okay so tell me that's um, I and I really and it was it was accident and it was also that it was my path like this mm. is where I was supposed to go yeah the story is that so I'm a 10-year CEO of a contracting company that I founded yeah and I am just I am just hitting it, you know, (laughs) I am going crazy. I've got lots of clients. I've got a huge six figure business. Things are going really well. I'm flipping houses. Like I'm, I'm all over it. I'm in it. My, my mind was all business. Mm. And then (laughs) (laughs) life threw you (laughs) curveball. Right. Right. Actually, one day I went to, to a tarot card reader and I was putting on a mask, essentially, Mm. your business world, your I'm killing it, your life is good because, you know, I'm doing everything that I should be doing or I'm hitting all my goals. And when I went to the uh, tarot card reader, being a conservative and all of that, and, and she opens up the cards and she says, oh, you're going to be a dominatrix. (laughs) And I laughed in her face. I was like... Wow. Yeah, I laughed in her face. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. There, I am so far from that. (laughs) And then, yeah, um, cut to a few years later. (laughs) Yeah. Following a divorce. And yeah, I needed to heal. And I needed a space to heal. And I was researching what went wrong in my relationship. And I came to realize that, oh, well, I had a female-led relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that all women told their men what to do and, and, you know, led the relationship in their futures. (laughs) (laughs) And being CEO, I was great at being directive and and things like that. So this was all just natural. It wasn't, I didn't have a label for it. I didn't know any, that this was a thing, that it was a scene. I, this was how I was. <laughs> so after doing the research and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, this is what I'm doing. And then, you know, flashback to the tarot card reader. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then I start going on dating sites and the only thing I'm getting is, will you dominate me? <laughs> And I don't know if it was my hair or or the fact that I love to wear black. I don't know what it was. 
Could be. I mean, you definitely have the look. I love the look, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I love that red leather jacket you have in your picture. I kind Thank of you. want it. <laughs> yeah, I have a small leather collection. Right? You know? <laughs> But so, um, so how did you end up like, so then you started to explore it? So after that, I was like, well, you know, I thought back and I was like, if you look back, <laughs> I guess I kind of always was leading this way. <laughs> <laughs> so then I just kind of started to embrace it. And I was like, well, I guess this is a sign because (laughs) I needed a break. I, um, I sold my business and I had been 10 CEO for 10 years working a hundred hours a week. And I just decided that I didn't, I didn't want a career. (laughs) I just wanted to take a break. Yeah. So I contacted a local Dom. It's a scene term for a dominatrix. It's shortened. Um, so I contacted a local Dom and I, I boldly told her my story and asked her to train me, which looking back was really bold. (laughs) Yeah, good for you. And she accepted, which was incredible. And she trained me. And what I took away the most, I mean, the activities were, they were easy to learn, the safety, the, you know, sanitation, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. sterilization. But what I really took away from it, were the subtleties of what it is to be a dominatrix mm-hmm. because they shined a light on my own personal insecurities. Yeah. Good for you for like having that much awareness in that process too. Cause so many people they're like, Oh, this would be really sexy to get into, um, you know? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, I want to be a dominatrix. Cause, uh, or that's the, uh, the money side of it. Right. Like, Oh, I can make a lot of money at this. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's going to, it's going to ask you, it's going to require you to step up big time. Oh yeah. Ready? I love that. Yes. You have to step up because you know, all those insecurities, all those things I judged myself about. I, I know that when I first became a dominatrix, I was 200 pounds. Yeah. So I had insecurity. Well, yeah. And then I had just been divorced and yeah. you know, there was a lot going on there with me with regards to my confidence. And yeah, I was forced to grow because you can't, you can only fake confidence in a very short time. Yes. That will be discovered immediately. They tell you fake it till you make it. And that's a, you know, if you've got no other options, that is a way to go. Yeah. But people see through that. Absolutely. And as a dominatrix, when you're bringing that energy, you can't fake that confidence. It's got to come from inside of you. And so I was forced to grow. I was forced to become that confident person so that I could lead others into a journey of confidence. Mm, I love it. I absolutely love it. And so much so because like, I get it. I get it from the physical side. I get it from the energy side. And this is it. This is the, the, the mission that you and I are both bringing is to, you know, to really get people to step into that confidence authentically. Exactly. Own it. Not just faking it. Faking it doesn't do anything. Nope. I mean, I have a bullshit meter that <laughs> So when people fake it, I'm like, uh yeah. it's true. And more and more people are becoming conscious. And mm-hmm. as they, you know, as we're connecting to our higher selves, you know, those types of things you can't fake. No. Because it's an energy. It is. And it's like it's almost like they got this big billboard sign over top of them <laughs> going, faker, faker. Right. <laughs> right. And and some people would come off better if they just showed that well you know I have I'm not feeling so confident or you know things like that because then at least they'd be authentic 
Um, But when you see the blustering person, the person that's like aggressively (laughs) bossing people around without, you know, their consent. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, that person is fake in confidence and, and you can smell it and it doesn't feel good to be around those people. Not at all. Oh God, Christy, you know, you and I could talk for hours, (laughs) I am sure. And Oh, it like, yeah, I just, there's so much more that I'm like, oh, we should, we should talk about this. And, and, but I'm sure that, you know, you and I are going to stay connected. Absolutely. And, you know, I see this because there's just such a nice overlap, but at the same time, difference in that, you know, you're approaching it one way, I'm approaching it a different way. And so whatever people need, like whatever's going to work for them, I don't care how they get there, just get there. Exactly. And whatever tools that, you know, you can use, I would say that the first thing is get a mentor. I did Mm. when I became a dominatrix. And if you want the dominatrix energy, you have to experience being around somebody, interacting with somebody Mm -hmm. that has the dominatrix energy. If you want to cultivate it yourself, don't look to TVs or movies. Those are people acting like (laughs) (laughs) dominatrices. You have to actually look for somebody that is owning that energy like you, Dana. Parent, you are owning that energy. Thank you. And as are you. I mean, we're just like, this is a kick-ass show. (laughs) Oh oh my God, I'm so excited. So, but we do need to wrap it up. Yes. Uh, You know, sadly, we need to wrap it up. (laughs) Where can people find you? What's your website? So my website is the Dominatrix Life Coach. Dot com. No spaces or anything like that. Just the dominatrix life coach.com. And then my new program that I'm coming out with, and I'm just now rolling it out. It's because it's introductory for the next, you know, week or so, I'm going to have an introductory rate for it. Hypnosis courses are really expensive, mm-hmm. but I want, I want women who want this in their relationship, who want that intimacy, who want that confidence, who want to lead their lovers on a journey that's going to connect them. I want them to have this. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I've got a great interu- introductory rate for a six-week program. And um, you can find that at intimatehypnosis.com. Love it. Love it. So thank you once again, Christy. It has been an absolute blast (laughs) and I am happy to keep cheerleading you on and we are going to stay connected. Heck yeah, Dana. I cannot wait to explore the possibilities of just, of just leading our mission together. I think this is incredible. And I thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I just enjoy time with you so much. (laughs) And thank your listeners. I really appreciate them for staying tuned. And, um, and of course they're, they're doing a great job with their confidence just by following you. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Awesome. All right, so we got to sign it out. Another exciting episode of The Inner Dominatrix. Have a blast. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.